If I just did no videos, I would never be confident and competent at doing videos. Why? Because I'm not doing anything. You don't just grow competence and confidence by doing nothing in that particular area. In the area of interest, the only way to build competence and confidence subsequently is by doing the thing and doing it over and over again and learning, growing, adapting, adjusting and being consistent with it. Remember this. Welcome back to the What's Up and What's Next podcast, the greatest podcast of all times. Thank you so, so much for tuning in for another week, another episode, another podcast, another set of insights, another set of conversations that we get to have here on the podcast about things that have been on my mind recently or just freshly been thinking about it. And today I want to follow a similar pattern that I have followed in the previous few episodes. If you've been listening for the past recent episodes, you will have noticed that I'm sharing a bit more of personal stories, personal experiences, because not only does it add an element of relatability, but also it has linked in quite nicely with the overall topics that I want to push for those episodes. So I'm trying my best to showcase a bit more vulnerability. I'm trying my best to showcase a bit more about personal experiences and stories that relate to the episode's topics. Today is going to be no different. I want to follow the same, same pattern, which is I'm going to be sharing a story, a personal experience, an example that is relatable with you and myself specifically, and it links really nice to the topic of today. But before we get into that, hit the follow button, hit the subscribe, leave us a review. You know how it goes. It takes a couple of seconds and it means the world to the podcast. It helps us grow quicker. It helps us grow bigger. And it just overall is a big factor in the podcast growth. So thank you so, so much. Now, today's episode. Today's episode is about confidence. Confidence is a topic that I believe is not spoken about enough from a particular angle. Of course, it's very well spoken about, generally speaking, but I feel like when we look at confidence, we constantly look at confidence as an emotion. That is the most common perception or view of confidence. It's an emotion, it's a feeling, it's an emotion, it's a feeling, but Confidence in and of itself is actually a skill. Confidence isn't necessarily an emotion. Confidence is a skill. Does that skill then trigger and generate emotions and feelings? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. But when you look at confidence, if you take a step back and you actually look at what confidence is, it's a skill, right? People tend to look at it from a binary perspective. You're either confident or you're not. But that's not how it works. And in fact, you could have counterintuitive, contradicting, coexisting opposites of the same spectrum when it comes to confidence. What do I mean? Well, you could be super confident at work, but super unconfident in business. You could be super confident in your friendships, but super unconfident in your relationships. Do you see what I mean? Both of them can be coexisting, 
right? Both of them can be coexisting at the same time. And we don't even need to give different examples. Let's give the same example to use. Someone who is a speaker, they could be very confident speaking online and very unconfident speaking on stage. I know it sounds contradicting. I know it sounds counterintuitive, but both opposites can coexist at the same time. So when we talk about confidence, it's not so much that you're either confident or that you're not. It's more that confidence is a skill that you can develop and that skill translates into different areas of your life. Again, you could be confident in one area of your life and not so confident in the other. So what that tells us is that confidence isn't binary. It's not like a yes or no, number one. And number two, confidence doesn't necessarily reflect across all of your life. You can be confident in some areas and not so confident in other areas. Now, the next point that I want to make from that is where does confidence come from? And this is where I want to link back to the conversation I mentioned earlier about emotions. We have looked at confidence as an emotion. And because we have not looked at it as a skill, we kind of get lost in how to develop it. So if we can assess that confidence is not an emotion, but it is a skill, and it is a skill that can trigger emotions and feelings, right? Then what happens when you want to develop and grow and build a skill? You build competence. You develop competence. You grow competence within that skill, right? If I want to be good at software engineering, I need to develop competence in that area, in that field. I need to become better in that field. I need to learn more about that field. I need to grow in that field because the more I develop that skill, the more competent I become, the more competence I have, the more confident I become. Did you see what I did there? It's a straight line, even though sometimes it doesn't look like it. So if you develop competence, you as a result will develop confidence. And this applies to all areas of life. Think about it this way. The first time that you sat down to have your driver's license instruction class, right? Your first driving lesson, that first driving lesson, if you don't know how to drive before and it's your first driving lesson, you're not going to feel very confident driving. And that's nothing to do with, oh, there's something wrong with me. No, that's simply because you don't have the competence, which is the skill of driving at that point in time. And you'll actually notice this. And I hope this example is particularly relatable for everyone who's listening. If you drive, then you'll definitely hit home. But when you start your driving lessons, you will notice yourself that you feel more confident. You develop more confidence as you do the lessons as you go through the driving practices, as you learn more about the art of driving, as you grow the skill of driving. Why? Because you become better at it. Why do you become better at it? Because it's a skill. 
What does that skill bring you? Competence. What does competence lead you? To confidence. And that's just one example. Let me give you another one. Jim, the first time, I want you to think back to the very first time you went to the gym. I remember my first time. I did not feel confident in the gym. And this wasn't even related to my appearance. This was related to, I don't know how to work out the machines. I don't know what to train. I don't know what each muscle deserves or needs. I don't know how to get myself around the gym. The machines seem complicated. I don't understand the human body, the muscles, which exercises train which muscles, what is a compound exercise, what is an isolation exercise. I had no idea. So I'm there at the gym trying to figure things out in my first day at the gym. I don't have any competence at the gym. Of course, I'm not going to feel very confident at the gym. But now I've been going to the gym. I understand how machines work, what is compounds, isolations. I understand training, routines, exercises, circuits. I'm a lot more knowledgeable in that field. I know a lot more about it. I've gone gym multiple times a week, every week for a while now. So I feel more confident. And again, I'm not even talking about appearances here. I'm just talking about the skill, the competence around the gym, which naturally leads to confidence. Think about the first time you did anything in your life, even your job, whatever it is that your job is, whether you're a project manager, you're a consultant, you're a business owner, whatever it is that your job is. Think about the first day. The first day always feels daunting and scary because it's unknown, maybe it's uncomfortable, maybe it's new, but that's mainly because of the competence or lack of competence around it. So there is a clear connection between competence and confidence. There is a clear connection there. It's a skill. It's a skill that you can develop. And that's the beauty of it. You can develop and get good and get better at any skill that you put your mind to. So the more competence you build, the more confidence you build. I want to give you a personal example, a personal story. And I want to talk about my content creator journey, because I think that is actually a beautiful example of illustrating confidence and competence. So I started my content creator journey and this was around a year ago, a year ago-ish, right? And when I started that journey, probably like a year and a half actually, <laughs> but anyways, it doesn't matter. Um, when I started, I, you know, I've always used social media for personal reasons. I have never thought to myself, oh, I want to try social media as a way of sharing insights and knowledge and wisdom and just practicality around the things that I learn and the things that I am curious about. And I have always been really drawn to speaking. Of course, I am drawn to writing, but I've always been drawn to speaking. Again, something that I've always enjoyed and also very, very much worked on. Now, there was a problem. 
I didn't want to do videos online. Like, I know if you follow me on TikTok or Instagram, if you follow me on social media, this might sound crazy to you to hear me say that I didn't want to do videos online. But I'm generally going to walk you through my thought process back then. I didn't feel confident in front of a camera. Yeah, okay, pictures maybe, but with pictures I can pose, I can retake them. You know, there's a flexibility around pictures that is different than being on camera. Like being on video is so much different. And for me, I just felt like a huge mental barrier because I didn't feel confident on camera. I actually hated, generally, I hated cameras and videos and, and pictures. I, I just, I didn't want to be on camera, but I knew that I wanted to share my content in a way that allows me to speak. And I knew that video, having a visual representation would help with delivering my messages, to, with delivering impact, with delivering positivity, with delivering wisdom. So now I'm basically at a roundabout trying to work out what do I do? What do I do? And I realized that the only way that I can feel confident in front of the camera is by actually doing it often. By doing the repetitions, I would become more confident. What I didn't realize at the time was that I was actually developing competence that would then develop confidence and not the other way around. So I produced videos, I posted them, and the more videos I did, and the more videos I posted, the more competent I became in front of the camera, the more confident I became in front of the camera. And this is a real story, by the way. I really struggle with this. Being on camera was just such a huge struggle for me, such a mental barrier, such a, almost like a lack of comfort around that idea of, I have to sit down, record a video. For me, it just felt unnatural. It didn't feel comfortable as well. And as we all know, growth happens when you are outside of your comfort zone. So if you feel uncomfortable, that's usually a sign of growth. That's usually a sign of something challenging happening, making you grow. So when I think back to that moment, and I think back to where I am now, and this is why I'm saying, if you follow me now, and you look at my videos online, you would never say that I'm not confident. You would never have imagined that I actually hated cameras. You would have never thought to yourself, Eric was not confident in front of a camera. Eric didn't like doing videos. Eric was not comfortable doing videos. Eric actually struggled to make videos. You would never think those things. Why? Because today I've already published 800 videos. <laughs> I have published 800 videos online in the span of a year. Crazy, right? Crazy numbers. I know they're crazy, but, but stick with me on this because that's not the point. The point is I have done it so many times 
over and over and over again and posted so many times over and over and over again that today, today, when I have to get on camera, I am way more comfortable in front of the camera, but that's because I am way more competent in front of the camera. And that then developed the confidence that today you can see in front of the camera. But if I didn't tell you the story behind it, you would have never understood that actually, behind the scenes, it wasn't always as it is today. Think about what I just said. I did 800 videos. Well, I've published 800 videos. I actually have a lot more that I've produced that are yet to be posted. But so far, published videos have been 800 plus. That's a lot of videos. But my point is, that's also a lot of time to develop the competence and the confidence in front of the camera. Now, I'm not saying that you need to do 800 to become competent and then confident. That's not the point, right? I am fairly sure that my first 20 videos, first 30 videos, my first 50 videos, right? I'm pretty sure after that, I felt more and more comfortable and it just started to grow on me. I am fairly sure that you don't need to do 800 videos to become competent and confident at it. But my point is today, when you look at my videos, you'd be like, Eric's pretty confident in front of the camera. But actually it's because I became pretty competent in front of the camera, which is why now I come across as confident in front of the camera. So there is a clear connection between confidence and competence. And so how do I want to wrap up today's episode is by telling you that one, two ideas can coexist. You can be confident in one area and not so confident in another area. And two, you can develop confidence by developing competence in any area of your life. Think about it this way. If you've never danced before, you might not be competent at it, you might not be confident at it, but if you go for dancing classes for the next three months, are you telling me you're not gonna be more competent at it? Are you telling me you're not gonna be more confident at it? It might be hard to imagine, but in reality and in practice, that's what will happen. The repetitions, the doing something over and over again, the improving, the learning, the growing, the building, the developing, the chasing, the pursuing, right? The repeating, the consistency, those things build competence and your competence will then build your confidence. But it all starts with you doing the thing. That's the only way you can be confident at that thing. If I never made videos online, I would have never been confident and competent doing videos online. If I just did no videos, I would never be confident and competent at doing videos. Why? Because I'm not doing anything. You don't just grow competence and confidence by doing nothing in that particular area. In the area of interest, the only way to build competence and confidence subsequently is by doing the thing and doing it over and over again 
and learning, growing, adapting, adjusting, and being consistent with it. Remember this, confidence comes from competence. So when you build competence, you develop confidence, you then feel confident. I hope today's episode has been really helpful. I hope you've maybe understood more about the confidence competence loop, because that's what it's called. And I hope that as a result, when you look at certain areas of your life, you can understand that you can build competence and you can build confidence and that it's actually not as hard as you think it is when it comes to trying to build it in any area of your life. I hope this helps. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you. Hit the follow button, hit the subscribe button, leave us a review. Okay, it helps. It takes a couple seconds, but it helps so much. Thank you. And if you've enjoyed today's podcast, then please make sure to listen to the next one to find out what's up and what's next. <laughs>